chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers who love animals, love learning about animals, and enjoy goofing off with each other. Each week, we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy! I'm ready. Hey. Hey! What's up? Flora. Yes. How was your week? It was decent. It was decent. Okay. Um, I think every zookeeper who's listening is aware that McDonald's current Mighty Kids Meal toy is sponsored by National Geographic. Yes. <laughs> <is> in fact, <laughs> tiny stuffed animals that are adorable. So the zookeepers at my zoo went on a little um, lunch trip and we all got some Mighty Kids Meals. And I got the penguin, the emperor penguin toy, which was the greatest moment of my life. That's so cool. But then it gets better because I'm sitting there with my tiny fry box and my little mighty kid's little, you know, he's like that little red box. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, the animals would love this. Like, I would love to give this out for enrichment. So I got the Kawadi diet to take care of Kawadamundi, who are like a South American raccoon. Um, and they're omnivores, so they get meat and fruits and veggies and dog food and all kinds of fun stuff. So their diet to that day was tiny little mice and then some, like, mixed fruit veg. So I took their little mice and, like, put them in the tiny little fry boxes. And then I filled the, like, Mighty Kids box with, like, the rest of their diet and I gave it to them. And it was adorable. <laughs> oh, it's their size, isn't it? Yes, it was, like, perfect. This raccoon with, like, this... It's whole little long schnoz inside of a little fry box Aww. was, like, really cute. But I also took, like, a really dramatic picture of just, like, a dead mouse hanging out of the McDonald's fry box. And I wanted to, like, tweet at McDonald's and be like, sponsor us. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. There's the spawn. Sponsor me. McDonald's, this seems right up your alley. Get it. Get in on this. This is within your interests. And I think you want to sponsor us. Thanks. Bye. I have a really important question. Yes. What kind of meal did you get? Uh, the double cheeseburger. Oh, that's the best answer. And then I also went to McDonald's again last night to get another toy because the moment I walked in the door with, like, this tiny stuffed emperor penguin, my cat, like, his eyes, like, glazed over and he, like, went into fits and I had to give it to him. <laughs> so now sure. the cat has one and I have one as well. So Mulder oh, has a penguin well and I well. have a penguin. So that means I ate McDonald's twice this week and there were mistakes made, but it was worth it. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Those toys, man. They really There's rope like you in. a sloth bear and a red panda and an arctic fox and like a oh, tree those frog. are all kind of like unique too. Yes. Okay. It's not just like a lion. There is a tiger, but it's like all endangered species, I think. So it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's so cool. And it comes with a little fun fact. So like the emperor penguin fun fact was like emperor penguins and they're like weird fun facts. So it's like emperor penguins stay warm by huddling together. And it's like you can fit about 22 emperor penguins in a single bathtub. Who? Someone. Who? Someone did. Someone tried. Someone counted. Who, though? <laughs> Who and why? <laughs> For the McDonald's fun fact card. That's why. Oh, that's true. Oh, well, um, good job, McDonald's. That's awesome. Yes. So how was your work week? My week's going pretty well. Uh, I did something stupid the other day, though, per oh. usual. Yep, it happens. I was hosing, and I don't know why. I think my brain just stopped working. It was one of those things where, like, my body just took over and mm. my brain stopped. Mm -hmm. And so as I was hosing, my hand was stationary, but my legs kept going. 
And so I just walked right into my hose spray. No. Yeah, so I just hosed my entire leg and down into my boot. It's so much water that comes out of a hose. (laughs) It's a lot of water. And also, I couldn't be mad because it was actually my own fault. Right. But like, I don't know, maybe someone out there can feel me on this, but nothing's worse than a wet sock. No. And it's like sometimes like your hose kinks and like you get really, really angry and like you just oh irrationally angry. the shit out of the hose. But like that, yeah, I think you're right. Like that time that was all you, like the hose was innocent in that situation. Yeah, it was. Huh. First and only time. Jeez. Jeezums. Jeezums. <laughs> Jeezums, weevesums. Um, oh! so- <laughs> keep Don't, going. how dare you say my real name? <laughs> how dare you utter it on this podcast? We said we would remain anonymous. Oh my god unreal the disrespect <laughs> the truth is out there so just to give everybody an update you guys are awesome yeah you guys are awesome we've got a lot of injuries into our giveaway which we will announce later in the podcast like at the very mm-hmm. end we just want to make you sweat it out and just... i want to make every single person listening to this sweat <laughs> just sweat as much as you can and let me know how much you sweat oh my god <laughs> Can you have your own personal email for those? I don't want to read that. <laughs> nope. Both of us are going to know. Oh, Can't man. wait to hear about your sweat. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot Turn of Turn up the heat, folks. <laughs> I'm Put trying on to move some on. sweaters. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. Double socks. Get on this. a treadmill. This is my... <laughs> Eat some soup. Ew. Get Ew. sweating. Ew. Anyway. God, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say thanks, everybody. We have a lot of injuries. We have a lot of reviews. You guys are awesome. We didn't say you had to give us, like, a good review, but everybody did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! We played you there. (laughs) You could have done, like, a one star and been, like, garbage town and then emailed us that and you still would have been entered. Um, Just an FYI for next time. But yeah, we'll probably do... But also, please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. But um, we'll probably do more giveaways in the future. So Mm -hmm. um, just, like, follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook, which are all, like, Keeper underscore chat, Twitter and Instagram, and then our Facebook is Zookeeper Chat because there's like some weird app that stole our name before we were in- made, and so mm. they mm. went into the future and then stole it from us, and then went back to the past and used it, which is, you know, whatever. Oh, I suppose we should mention too, really quick, since we're talking about Facebook. Mm. Um, if any of you haven't noticed that there is now a facebook page and you've only listened to this podcast we should say that in a previous episode we agreed to never make a facebook page because they steal your bones they do we're eating our words yeah and guess what they stole our bones yeah ain't got no bones now i'm just a puddle we're both goo people and we're still recording this podcast so look at what you've done but follow us on facebook yeah exactly okay i think that might be it of cool. like the biz. So let's get I always want to say let's get down to the nitty gritty because of that goddamn HQ trivia game I play every day of my life and I've never won. Uh oh. Uh oh. Spawn. <laughs> but I cannot <laughs> damn it. Cannot steal his words. But I will say, are you ready to get real? What do you Oh, that's pretty good. I was gonna say you could say, let's get down to the bitty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it's ruined. I hate it. No, but don't I know, ruin. I hate don't, it. Too. Don't don't wait, wait, wait. Are you ready to get real? Yeah, actually. Are you I am. ready to get Gariel? Oh, oh! I've been what? sitting on that pun for seven years. Like I just—you're so good at them, and I'm bad. I literally was like, "How? How? How?" Yeah, we're doing the Gariel. Holy crap! 
It turned, I, it was like, it was a slow burn. I didn't even realize it pun me <laughs> I mean, until a split second later. It's like barely a word. No, but one of our um, nice reviews was like, hey, more amphibians and reptiles. And like, I listen to the people. So like, here's a reptile. Boom, <gasps> Coming at ya. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. So we're doing a gharial, which you may or may not have heard of. I would assume maybe not. So these are animals. They're chordates. They're reptiles. They're Ooh, in the reptiles. crocodilia order. Oh my gosh. And then the family is a bunch of words I can't say, but I'm going to try. Do, do. Gavialidae. And then cool. genus is Gavialis. Gangeticus. Mm, I don't know. But it means of the Ganges. Ganges? Ganges? Ganges. I, I feel like I've slipped into another dimension. Everyone on this <laughs> podcast that's listening in India, whoever you are. I'm so sorry. But I think it's the Ganges. Ganges. I wrote down G-O-N-E-J-E-S. Ganges? The Gangi. Maybe oh. that's what it is. Gangi. Okay. Okay. So Gangiticus means of the Ganges River. Oh, hey. that makes sense. Okay, I'm going to edit cool. out all the other parts where I said it wrong and just put that piece in. Everyone's going to be like, wow, she's so good. So of this genus, the gharial is the only extant species. So extant is the opposite of extinct. So we're saying this is the only living species in this genus. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So let's just get into appearance because I would say that it's that's its most like unique feature. Mm-hmm. Size-wise, this is one of the longest living crocodiles. Um, it can get, uh, I think like the largest one they've had actually in captivity, and it was 20 and a half feet long. What? So that's like a really big boy. On average, they're a little bit smaller than that. Like that one was kind of goofy big. That They're usually like 11 to 15 um, feet long. Holy moly. But there's some that like are bigger. So this is where it gets weird. So like the American alligator and is like 11 to 15. And then the American crocodile is like 13 to 16 feet long. Okay. But I think usually of the gharials, they're usually bigger. So that's why it's like one of the longest. Because like... Even though their ranges are kind of the same, like, the median ones are always, like, a little bit longer. So, okay. we have a long boy. But mm-hmm. weight-wise, he's pretty, like, he's not the heaviest. So, he weighs about 1,500 pounds. So, definitely, like, outweighed by saltwater crocodiles because those things are beefy. Yeah, they um, are really beefy. I think just because that was, like, way confusing. I really suggest everyone to go to YouTube immediately. Maybe not immediately. Maybe wait. And I'm maybe, already there. Maybe wait for us to be done and listen to us first because we're better. But <laughs> there's a YouTube video called, it's literally called Crocodile Species Size Comparison. And it takes like all these crocodile species and then like this little silhouette of a man. And then like, <gasps> this intense music. Like by the time it got to the gharial, I was like 100%. Sweating. Yes. I was so positive that there was like one in the room like coming for me. Like the music is oh. like insane and it just shows you how fucking big these things are and it's like nightmare town so everyone watch that video it gives you a good perspective and then it goes into like extinct species too so you can see how happy you should be that we don't fucking live back then because they were the size of like houses Ooh, yeah hard pass that sounds really neato quick question is the shadow man and that the same man from our dolphin episode no this one looks less aggressive he's not wearing a scuba tank and his fists are unclenched as far as i remember oh okay yeah this is a much more peaceful man but he is like at death's door he is surrounded by every species of crocodile (laughs) oh no which is not long for this world (laughs) no 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 Okay. okay so i think the most unique like, attribute of this animal's appearance is its extremely long, like, face. So it has extremely long jaws, Mm -hmm. and these jaws are adapted to a fish diet. So, like, a 
Piscivorous, Piscivorous, Piscivorous diet. I'm just going to say a bunch of words I don't know how to say. So it's mainly adapted to eating fish, which I kind of talk about later. But it has like crazy, like you have to Google this thing, it's wild. So it has about 110 sharp interdigitated teeth, which interdigitated means interlocking. So like, why not just say that? Because I'm trying to sound smart. That's why. Uh, um, and also, that's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> Holy moly. Hey, hey. Back on that Wikipedia train. Yeah. So, yeah, they have this crazy long snoot. Males, and this, okay, it gets weirder because, like, why wouldn't it? So, males reach sexual maturity at about, like, 10 years old, and then they grow a something <laughs> on the end of their snooty snoot. It's a hollow, bulbous, nasal protuberance. Uh, excuse me. At the tip of their snout. It's just this hollow fucking ball. And it's named after the gara, which is like a Hindi pot. It's like the circular pot. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of named, their kind of name comes from that. It's like this thing. So because the gharial, the males have this gross like protuberance, which is like so obvious. Like it's literally like, I mean, it's just gross. Like you just want to flick it off. Like it doesn't look like it belongs because it's just hanging off their tiny snout. So these Mm -hmm. are actually the only living crocodiles with like obvious sexual dimorphism. So there's plenty that have like, well, the females are smaller, but like, unless you're standing all of them in a line, you're not going to know. So this is the only one living that's like, that's a dude because it has a ball face. That's a girl because it has scissor face. Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking at its snoot right now. Is that wild or what? It is wild. I do have to say, though, that gharials in general, they look exactly like those clips that the hairdresser uses to clip your hair out of your face while they're cutting your hair. <laughs> it does. Don't oh they? Oh my god, it does. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like that with a mean personality and and some organs attached. I mean, I wouldn't say they're mean. I like, let's not go that far. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm anthropomorphizing. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Cool it. So Blinded they have- by my own hubris. <laughs> it's dangerous. So they have this gara at the end of their nose, and this is, number one, a visual sex indicator. So a girl's, like, swimming by, and she's like, that's a dude, because I can see his ball on his face. It is a sound resonator as well. Um, So when he exhales, there's, like, a flap that's, like, partially covering his nostrils, and it, like, vibrates, and he can, like, make this buzzing noise. Ooh. And then they also do what's called bubbling, which apparently is, like, when they're, like, trying to get girls, they just blow bubbles. And they're just like, look at me, I can blow bubbles. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because, like, how else are you going to win a lady over? I don't know. Uh, related fun fact, did you know people in Wisconsin call water fountains bubblers? Oh. No, those weirdos. They're all, uh, I think it confirms the theory that uh, most people living on this planet are just lizard people. Oh, for sure. Especially if you're from Wisconsin. Yeah, gharials in disguise. <laughs> okay, so Outed! <laughs> So they're a snooty snoot that they have. It does get thinner with age. So juveniles, they have, like, a much broader, like, snoot. And when they're young, they eat mainly, like, insects and crustaceans and frogs. But as they get older, it thins out. And then they eat exclusively, like, almost exclusively fish. So Hmm. um, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. But, yeah, their snoot gets perfected for fishiness. And then, of course, they have, like, the same coloration you're kind of thinking in your head, that like, dark olive coloration. And they have, like, the webbed toes and whatever. The rest of them is, like, totally normal, like, crocodilian body form. It's just their face that is out of this world. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about their diet. 
It is mainly fish. They have that narrow snout, and you have to, like, think about when they're in the water. It's, like, super fast because it's so thin. So they can just sit and, like, wait for fish to come by. Or they can sweep. They can sweep their snout side to side. Or they can do, like, a rapid strike where they strike so fast they're, like, stunning prey. So that's why it's so thin is that it has, like, less water, like, friction. Is that the right word? Water friction? Water? Yeah? Sure. It sounds right. Sure. So just like a quick fun fact, that nose shape, that jaw shape, is not equipped to eat people. So it's so oh, thin that like good to know. dudes are not on the menu. But gharials are known to scavenge cadavers like regularly because they're living. Okay, so these guys are like living in India, Nepal. Mm-hmm. Um, they are found on the Ganges River, and mm-hmm. there is a funerary custom to send corpses down this river. Oh, so that happens like. I want to say daily. Yes. Okay. Um, Is that they're sitting on this river. So because these guys are just like hanging out, like they're obviously going to eat anything that kind of comes by. And just like other reptiles, these guys aren't chewing their food at all. They're gulping. So they're like taking Mm -hmm. big chunks and like gulping. So they do have to swallow rocks that help mash up like undigested food that's in their stomach. Mm. So some people think that they like deliberately are swallowing people's jewelry to help with that purpose because they have found like jewelry and dead gharials. And so that like made this whole assumption that they were eating people. And then it was like, no, they're not killing them, but they're still eating us because we're like basically shipping like dead bodies to them. Maybe they just have good taste. That's true, too. I mean, maybe they just like shiny, beautiful things, and, like, why are we judging them for that? Yeah, maybe that's the long con. Maybe they don't like eating humans at all, but they're like, oh, man, I just really love that necklace, and, like, people are going to be weirded out if I'm only eating necklaces. Right. Like, I need this necklace inside me immediately because it's beautiful. <laughs> that's how I feel about everything that I become obsessed with. I yeah. need to in- I need to consume it. Yeah. I need to. But there's, like, this huge, like, religious custom on the Ganji river which is like totally cool there's like a video of morgan freeman like learning about it and stuff but it's i don't know it's like this super old custom so they're basically just been doing this for forever so um, oh so it's kind of like a like an interesting side effect of a cultural event yeah that's cool yeah which is like i mean it's kind of kind of morbid but it's i know i know it is and like i don't know and i'm sure the people there know that that's happening but i mean what can you do um, but yeah, I think the Ganges is actually like the most like holy river like in the world. Like oh yeah, so they live in that river, which is weird. So that's the only place in the world they're found. No, so they are found in a couple of places. For some reason, I didn't even like really write where they are, but I think it's mostly Nepal and India. Got it. Okay, like northern India. Okay. Do to do. So another really cool thing about them is that they have ISOs, which um, I think all crocodilians. And alligators have. It's an uh, into uh, integumentary sense organ. Oh. ISO. Um, all crocodiles do have this. And they are found on, like, their upper and lower jaw, their head, their neck, their body, their tail, and the inside of their legs. And they're basically little, like, dots on their, like, scales. Like, if you did, like, a really zoomed-in picture, you would be able to see them. Because it's mm-hmm. in this, like, first layer of skin. Um, and they're basically just, like, dermal sensory receptors. So they can detect... Some stuff we're not, like, still, we haven't figured everything out about them and why they have them, but um, they do detect, like, pressure changes. So if there's, like, pressure changes in the water, like, if a fish is swimming, they'd be able to feel that. Um, They can detect motion. They think some can even, like, they're sensitive to, like, the salinity, so they know, like, whether they're in salt or fresh water. And caimans and alligators have these as well, but it's just on their head. So that's kind of weird that, like, crocodiles have them basically their whole body, but then alligators are just like, no, just my face. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why. And of course, like, I guess their vision, like, their vision isn't great underwater and stuff, so this is helping them, like, detect prey and, like, predators and stuff, even though nothing mm-hmm. really gets the Gariel except for us. So they don't really have to worry about that. But that's just an interesting thing that they have that, yeah. I don't know, we don't. <laughs> I certainly don't. I, I don't can tell you right now. any of those. I bumble around in the water, bumping into everything. Seriously. So speaking of water, these are arguably the most aquatic. I think they are, but um, the most aquatic species of crocodilian. Because the adult leg muscles are not strong enough to actually lift them up off the ground. Oh, so they gotta float. Yeah, so whenever they're on land, they do what's scientifically called, quote, belly sliding, which is like, what else would you call it? <laughs> so they basically just slide around on their belly, which I also encourage you, maybe I'll post, see if I can post a video of that, because it's kind of sad <laughs> to watch. Oh no. They really don't have like a really good time getting around at all. It's kind of sad. Um, so these guys definitely don't do like that running, like you see like the American alligator, the crocodile who like get mm-hmm. up on their legs, chase people down. Like, no, these guys don't at all. So another reason they're not hunting people or like hunting anything on land at all is like they're yeah. not made to run. They can't stand. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's hard. Yeah. But they will come out onto the water to nest and they will come out to like bask um, because of course they're endothermic, like all reptiles. They mm-hmm. rely on um, the ambient temperature of the air to regulate body temperature so they do still have to bask and they'll do that open mouth breathing kind of thing to help regulate temp so they do have to come out every once in a while but it's not their fave thing to do because they just floppity flop all around Mm, not so fun so their behavior is a little unique too they do form a harem which is just a group of females who share a single mate Okay. so there's usually like four to six girls and they have one bull male who is gonna hang out with them and be their boyfriend they copulate in the water because on land of course (laughs) like just the worst just so pathetic because it's like it's doing like the hardest push-up of your life at all times (laughs) yeah like it would just kill him i think instantly yeah no um it only lasts about 30 minutes i guess i shouldn't say only that seems like a long time (laughs) i was gonna say oh my god (laughs) my standards are high i'm sorry uh no it it lasts 30 minutes um, and the breeding season is two months out of the year. So like I said, the females will come out in like little sandy banks and they will dig. So they'll dig with their hind legs, which takes a lot of effort because they're not very strong. Yeah. And they'll lay anywhere from like 28 to 60 eggs. The incubation period is about 80 days. So they do come out and kind of guard the area. Um, I watched a video of some females like fighting over like basically the only sandbank left for them to do it on. And they mm-hmm. do like a little bit of fencing with their like long snoots and we're like hitting each other. But they kind of let females go they just want to make sure you don't dig up like their eggs to lay their own yeah that makes sense another just weird thing is that these are the largest eggs of any crocodilian whoa like why so it says they weigh 5.6 ounces or 160 grams and then Mm -hmm. like just to give you just an idea of what that is at the time of me making these notes i was eating peanut m&ms so that's about 54 (laughs) peanut m&ms holy moly (laughs) because that was what i was like i wonder how much it weighs let me count these m&ms so i think that's the the like standard scientific comparison <laughs> is right it's yes. like the peanut m&ms <laughs> i think so so about 54 of those uh is their egg yeah and the males really don't help at all and that stereotypical like thing you've probably seen where like the female crocodiles like hold babies in their mouths to like carry them mm-hmm. to the water these guys don't do that obviously their face like they can't fit babies in their like scissor face they can very um, carely themselves like they, they can't <laughs> yes. be carrying a little baby too yes. 
Yes, exactly. And then, of course, another thing, like other crocodiles, their gender of their hatchlings is also temperature dependent. So that's not oh, genetics. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. If uh, the temperature of the eggs was pretty high, you're probably going to get more males, and then the opposite would be more females. I mean, hashtag same. I know. It's kind of weird, it's right? Like Relatable. Just like a hot egg. <laughs> <laughs> How hot is this egg? Is this a hot egg or what? That sounds like that sounds like a BuzzFeed quiz. How hot are your eggs? Like, like, right, um, tell us your favorite Taco Bell menu item and we'll tell you how hot your eggs are. <laughs> this is like my favorite game. Oh, I love but, making fake BuzzFeed articles. BuzzFeed, will you sponsor us? Tell us how many belly flops it takes to get to your nesting ground and we'll tell you <laughs> the gender of your children. <laughs> I mean, it's relatable. I see where they get it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so longevity-wise... Uh, there wasn't a whole lot, but the longest captive one was 29 years old. And okay. then it said, like, here's a quote, local fishermen think they can live up to 100 years. <laughs> like, uh, okay, okay. Who even gives a fuck what the local fishermen think? Why would you ever write that down? I mean, I care about the local fishermen, but are any of they them They don't even live to 100, 100 years old. No, how the fuck would they know? <laughs> Just seemed ridiculous to me. Also, they're the ones killing them, which I'll get to, so fuck those guys. Okay. So, IUCN Red List. Are you ready? What do you think? What yeah, you think yeah, that conservation situation. I'm going to guess. I mean, it's only found in Nepal and India, so keep that in fucking mind. <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess they are threatened. Uh, I wish. They're critically fucking endangered. Oh, no. That's really bad. Yeah, here comes the bummer. They're in like 2% of their original range. Their life <gasps> sucks. Oh, no. Yeah. That's really bad. So the past 60 years, which is like a three-generation period for them, there has been a 96 to 98% decline. Ooh. Uh, in 2006, Ouch. which was like the last survey that I could find, there was 182 adults. Oh no, we're in Vaquita territory. Yeah, I mean, it's just not great. So there was a lot of overhunting for their skin and for trophies, I guess. They just oh, like that no. big snout everywhere. There was also egg collection for consumption. People eat their eggs. Uh, there was killing for indigenous medicine, so of course everybody thinks animal dicks do stuff, so they're chopping out their penises for, like, I don't know, eczema. Um, I mean, they do things, but they do things for the animal. Right, like, not for and me. And that's it. No. Yeah. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, like, heal your ED, like, that's your prob. But this guy can <laughs> go for true. 30 minutes, but only if his dick's attached. So don't take that's it off. That's true. And then they also were killed by fishermen, because of course they used the gill nets, which I think is the same thing, like the vaquita was just like getting caught up in nets all the time and just like oh, getting drowned. Oh no. yeah, the bycatch. Yeah, so um, they've been able to decrease some of the hunting, like especially like the skin and trophy hunting, so I don't think that that is like significant anymore in terms of like population decline, but we're on the like Ganges River, like there's so much happening there, um, mm-hmm. dams, barrages, irrigation canals. Uh, changes in the river course, artificial embankments, sand mining, riparian agriculture, domestic and feral livestock. Um, they're all uh. limiting their range. Like, they're all just, like, tearing up this land and, like, not leaving anywhere for these guys to nest or live or do anything. That's how, that seems to be the case with a lot of uh, endangered animals, especially critically endangered. It seems like it's – they're always dealing with, like, five or more threats yeah. that are sort yes. of – unrelated to each other but that all just kind of shit on their species as a whole right and yeah it's it sucks because it's sort of like it's like an exponential decline at that point because once you have another threat added on and another and another and your numbers are fewer and fewer like it's so much harder to recover from right 
That sucks. And these guys, too, like, there's a river dolphin that lives in that same river. <laughs> oh, okay. That's dying. And also, there's a mugger crocodile. Um, and they're all on the same boat, because they're just, like, getting pushed out, basically. Let's let's put them all on a boat and sail them away to not-endangered island. Like, maybe if they had some sort of workout routine and, like, learned to stand up, they'd be in oh, a better I don't situation. Think... No, I don't think we should put the blame on them. Can I, I not, think... Can I not I body think... shame them? <laughs> No, I will not stand for it, <laughs> and neither will they because they can't. <laughs> oh my god, they're all—they're all weeping. All a hundred of them are weeping right now. Oh no, I feel terrible. But no, I mean, I think uh, it's just one of those things. Like it's our responsibility to not absolutely shit on every species that we come in contact with. Yeah, because we know better. We do, and. India and Nepal knows better, too. So they have established some protected areas. Okay. They also have established, like, introducing Gariel that were born in captivity. Okay. Um, so I think, like, the last number I saw was that they had released over 5,000 of them. Holy crap, However, that's a lot. that's all they're doing. So they're releasing them into these inhospitable habitats where they can't survive because oh. there's no nothing for them to, like, do. So the IUCN red list is saying the strategy needs total reassessed, all of this restocking, like the 5,000, not a single restocking effort in different places. Like, I think there are several, it wasn't just one place where they dropped 5,000 of them. It has not established a viable population at all. So they're not even helping at all. Mm, That's not good. Yeah, there's like the Project Crocodile, which was started in 1975 by like the government of India. Um, and they were, they even took a male gharial from the Frankfurt Zoo and had him be, like, the head dude, um, and that was, like, helping in the restocking, but again, it just didn't do anything. So Mm -hmm. there's several Indian zoos that have them in captivity, there's also several zoos in the United States that have them in captivity, there's, like, the National Zoological Gardens of Sri Lanka, Singapore Zoo, Prague Zoo, Berlin Zoo, Honolulu Zoo, Cleveland Metro Parks, like, there's a couple of different places, the St. Augustine Alligator Park, which I think has every species of, like, crocodilian and alligator, like, ever. Um, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, but another awesome thing I saw was a Bronx Zoo. They have a really great video of, like, them feeding the gharial, which I think is really cool, because you can see them and their weird bodies, and their weird bodies eating fish. Cool! Shout out to all those places. That's really cool. I know. It is really cool. But yeah, they're dying, and uh, nothing's helping, so... I think I do want to talk really quickly, since you mentioned it, about that kind of situation, because I think a lot of guests and a lot of the general public don't really realize that when you're talking about endangered species and reintroduction techniques, because one question that I know you and I have received tons of times is, you know, how does having these animals in zoos help out the species? Like, right. how how is this benefiting them as a whole? And a lot of times when we're talking about that, uh, one thing that a lot of people will bring up, and rightly so, it's a good question, is, you know, are they being released back into their wild habitat? Are they being reintroduced to their wild habitat? Whatever it may be. And unfortunately, I think I think there's not a lot of information about why that's not always the best option, especially right. for some of these, like, critically endangered animals. And I think the gharial is a perfect example of that because you have, you, you know, you've these facilities and these places have done the work to boost the numbers of the species, which is great. But then if you don't do the other half of things and ensure that you're releasing them into a protected, safe, like sustainable environment that's going to, um, you know, be a good appropriate habitat for them and allow them to flourish, then you're doing it all for nothing. Like they have to be able to sufficiently 
thrive on their own without human intervention. And I think, unfortunately, that's the case for a lot of animals. Like, you know, zoos are around and thank goodness they are because they are essentially that stopgap for extinction for a lot of these species. But one of the reasons that they, that animals are in zoos in the first place is because their habitat is no longer sustainable. It's no longer viable. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of a tricky situation because obviously, you know, one day we all want all of the animals in the world to have a safe, sustainable environment to live in. But until that happens, we can't just reintroduce them. It's irresponsible. Yeah. You know, at best, and it's catastrophic at worst. And another thing that IUCN website said was even after they released all 5,000 of them, there was no, like, uh, like surveying done. Like, nobody mm, went back and, mm-hmm. like, are they doing well? Are they populating? Are they nesting? There was nothing. It was just right. like they just dumped a bunch of, like, crocodiles into a pool and left. <laughs> Mm, it's like, not so good. Uh, what the what? Yeah. Um, which is weird. Uh, that's like all I have. That was like only thirty minutes. That was really bad. Oh no no no! It was really good. I think, like I said, I think it's like a really good kind of flagship species. Because first off, I I personally think that like reptiles and amphibians don't really get a lot of love from the general public. So mm-hmm. I'm always super excited to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And I think. This one, too, being, like, I think one of the first Asian animals we talked about, right? Um, sure. Like, it has a very limited <laughs> range, remember. and it unfortunately is in a situation where conservation attempts are being made, but it's one of those tricky situations where you need, like, multiple steps, and you you need that, like, extra boost from the public and yeah. boost from different organizations, like, following up on things. Right. I don't okay. know. I just think it's tricky. It's a tricky situation. And I do think, like, crocodiles and alligators, which, by the way, are in different orders. They're not related. I mean, they are, but they're not in the same thing. But, um... Yeah, I think can they... you Can you talk about that a little bit? No, because that's all I have. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But I do think they get, like, a lot... Like, they have, like, a like a reputation, right? For being, like, scary and, like, man-eaters and stuff. But this sure. is just, like, a little friendly gharial, and he's never really, like, taken out anybody. And he just wants to live his life and, like, have sex for 30 minutes and, like, lay eggs. And yeah, we that's just unreal. Need to, like, need to give him that life. We shouldn't deny them that. No, agreed. I think this is kind of along the same lines as like the earwake episode in that there are a lot of those species that maybe aren't as charismatic as others to most of the general public. And they're just as deserving of protection as everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, you know, gharials kind of fall in that category of people either aren't that interested in them, A, or B, they don't even know about them. So thank you to zoos for even bringing attention to them. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, C, they, I think you're right. They just kind of look mean or they look like they're grumpy or they look like Mm -hmm. they'd be aggressive. And I think a lot of people are automatically turned off by that. Yeah, because their teethers are out. Yeah, I feel like most of the time if your teethers are out, then people think you're being mean. But they don't have lips. Right, like they can't. Where are they help gonna it. go? They have interdigitated teeth, and nobody can stop them. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Except for everything that's killing them, that's stopping them. Yeah, like the whole world is on, like just gonna take them out. Oh, well, that was super interesting, though. Like, I are there? Is there any hope for them in the future? I want to say no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it, but like, no, it's hard too when it's like cross-country sort of stuff like it's really hard sure having to work together to save like one thing like nobody no countries like each other which is just like the way it is 
Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, animals get like stuck in the crosshairs there but like i think in india they're in like two rivers and like that's it so like it's already so bottlenecked and like (sighs) i don't know but they're like dinosaurs like we're killing off a dinosaur right now i hope everybody knows that so is it a situation too where a lot of them at least the ones that are doing well are in zoos i think so there's like a lot of different there's a lot of captive populations um it doesn't sound like they um are super like gregarious like it always it sounded like they just had like breeding pairs at different places mm-hmm. and yeah i just thought of another thing too they found like a bunch of dead gharials one time on a beach and like didn't know why and they opened them up and they had like lead poisoning oh no that's from, like, terrible something i don't know contaminated in the water maybe or like we said the diet where this is like obviously a keystone sure predator where there's nothing eating it but us and it's like top of the food chain sort of business so mm-hmm He's doing a lot. So it sounds like they kind of fall in the category. I mean, they have a lot of threats, like you said, that Mm -hmm. have contributed to their endangerment. But it sounds like they fall in that same kind of category as one of the threats being like uh, trophy hunting and like pulling products from them and stuff. And I think that's something a lot of animals face. So that might be something in case people are interested. It sounds like things aren't looking too good for the gharial. But just generally, it's just something to keep in mind if you are looking to help out animals in general is try to avoid using those types of products or buying those or Mm -hmm. subscribing to social media accounts where people are glorifying the owning of exotic pets like that that right have no business being in human hands like yeah a lot of times i think it comes as a symbol of like status and power and just like showing off yeah exactly and i think unfortunately the animals are always the one that's that end up suffering because i mean look at the gharial here (laughs) they're they're critically endangered outlook isn't very good and that sucks because that's a direct result of things that we have done yeah Ugh, that sucks so bad it does suck it does i'm sorry i brought another no (laughs) no that's okay i think it's important to talk about i mean we talked about it with the vaquita as well right and it's one of those situations where like I mean, I'm sure there are tons of people out there who didn't even know that Agariel existed, much less was almost extinct. Right. And so, I don't know, I think we as humans can do better, and I think we should use these unfortunate catastrophic instances to do better. Yeah. Like, it should inform our decisions for the future, and we should be more conscientious about how we treat the natural world. Um, how about you tell me how much jewelry is on your body, and I'll tell you how many gharial are going to be left to eat your dead body in the river. <laughs> that's oh! My, that's my new BuzzFeed article. That's a good one. Um, all right, let's play this out. Yeah, uh, yep. I want to add z- more to that. I got, I got zero jewelry. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> none. They don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> they avoid me entirely. I rot away into nothing. There you go. That's the dream, though, isn't it? I don't know. I like jewelry, so it's not my dream. What about you? You take the quiz. Okay, I'm going to say that I have 25 rings on. <laughs> Checks out. Sounds about right. <laughs> and, and no earrings. Is that If anyone's ever looking for Flora, her, her little fingers are just covered in <laughs> rings. You can't even make out the skin. It's palm and metal. <laughs> Ew. She's a true nightmare. <laughs> Um, what's my answer? Oh, I don't know. I thought you wrote the quiz. Oh, you're right. Here it is. It's all of them. All 100 of them. <laughs> oh, all 100 left will feast on you. <laughs> They're feasting on me, yep. Uh, is Are those the only two answers to the quiz? No, there's like there's like middle ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. You have to take the quiz to find out. I'm not just going to release <laughs> oh! that information. I work for all BuzzFeed. Right. Oh, you do? 
Hooray for BuzzFeed. Exposed. Wait, here's my other one. Here's here's another one. Uh, okay. Tell me your first dog's oh. last name. Oh, that's my last name. <laughs> and I will tell you how many ISOs are on a Gariel's inner thigh. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. That's just a fact. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this weird bartering for information. <laughs> it's not a good exchange. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, tell me how long your nose is, and I'll okay. tell you how long you'll last having sex with a gariel. Okay, my nose is six inches long. You will last 17 minutes. Wow, pretty good. Yeah. Since we're talking about it, that's ridiculous. Like, I, <laughs> off the top of my head, cannot think of another animal that copulates for more than, like, Ten two seconds. minutes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, I just, I cannot. I don't know. Maybe someone out there that's listening knows of one. They're like, ooh, pick me. I know. If you do, tweet us because. No, because the- they're going to be like, LOL, it me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all true. we're going to get. When I say animal, I don't mean humans. You pervs. You pervs. Do not tell me about your sexual encounters. <laughs> Just tell us how I do not want to know. Sweaty you yeah, are. Yeah, but no, do tell me about your sweat, your sweat levels, um, how how sweaty you are, just what you were doing, all that stuff. Tell where, us that, but nothing else. Where's the line drawn? The, the, the line is squiggly and faded. <laughs> That's true. There is and no you'll line. never know where the line is. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so that, like, wraps up my Gario facts. Um, One of our awesome listeners suggested we did, like, a too long didn't listen at the end, and I think that was an amazing idea, and we love you Mm -hmm. and all your brains. Yeah! So, the TLDL of the Gario is A, it is a crocodile. B, it is one of the longest ones. C, it has huge eggs. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) D, also four. Oh, its face is huge. Did I not? I didn't say that yet. It has a you really long face with like a hundred teeth. Um, cool. It eats people, but like doesn't kill them. And it can't do push-ups. You would totally kill it in a push-up battle. Also, critically endangered. Keep that in mind. Uh, Don't buy crocodile skin, alligator skin, anything, or we'll find you. We will find you, and we'll steal it, and then we'll take your skin too. Yeah. Last one. Uh. BuzzFeed sponsor us. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh we really blew up BuzzFeed. Here. <laughs> yeah, welcome BuzzFeed. You're welcome. So thanks everybody for joining us. I hope, well, we both hope that you learned some cool stuff and had a good I time chilling. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out all our social media. I talked about it at the beginning. We're also on iTunes and I don't know all your podcasting apps. I think we're on everything that's ever mm-hmm. existed. So that's the end of this one. Next week, uh, Fauna will present her Mm -hmm. animal. So, as always, if you liked it, cool. Good for you. If you didn't, super. Didn't ask. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) um, in just a minute or two, we'll, a minute or two, in like 10 seconds, we'll announce the winner of our giveaway. But, um, Smellia later until then. That's what you say. I can't say that. Um, I... (laughs) Smell you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey. Hey, are you still there?
Uh, we're gonna do the giveaway now. G four giveaway. I just you thought G was for Gariel. Wrong. The whole episode no. was leading this up whole to thing. This yeah, it was all a front. <laughs> Gariel doesn't even exist. Also, guess what? You're deaf because it screamed into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hope the free penguin painting was worth your hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone who rated and reviewed us on iTunes. Yeah. You guys were awesome. We got a ton of them, so thank you so much. We did. You uh, kicked butt. And we're going to pick live and uncut the winner on the air. Yes. Okay, so we had, what did I say? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You're showing off your counting skills. 13, 14, 15, 16. We have 17 emails. Amazing. So I'm going to do a random number generator between... One and seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. Generate. It did thirteen. Do I count from the bottom of the top? Ew! I hate. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, so thirteenth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, his name, huh, is Michael. Oh. What he did wrote, Michael say about us? <laughs> he wrote the most politically correct. Best zoo podcast. This is the best zookeeper podcast I've ever listened to. Which is like the political correct way of saying, I hate your podcast. But <laughs> I'm going to write something nice about it. Because we are both the best and the worst podcast, zookeeper podcast, you've probably ever listened to. True. Yeah, I think we um, take both awards. Yeah. Thank so, you for that extremely neutral statement, Michael. Yes. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Oh, he it. signs his email, Mike. Maybe he goes by that. Okay, so well, Mike will probably email you. We want you to just, like, sweat all day. So Yes, this the is the episode day. of sweat. <laughs> I also, um, I just want to do it again because I just want to give out another free thing. Can I just oh! do two? Oh, yeah. I think we should. I think you all were so awesome. Let's go ahead and pick another one. Okay. You ready for my drum roll again? You know, we could probably go without that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Da 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 da. It is three. Um. Oh, what was Third, it? It's three. Oh, okay. Who's three? Un, deux, trois. I don't speak Spanish. Oh my god! <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish or French. Cool um, for mentioning irrelevant facts. Um, this is from Justin. Justin, what did Justin say? Let me open the image. Justin says. Justin says, I need a new computer. Okay, fun and educational. I saw a <laughs> Is that post. It? Oh. <laughs> I saw a post about this podcast on Reddit. Oh, yeah, because that's. I'm just advertising the shit out of us. Started listening because I like hearing how other podcasters are doing things. Ended up sticking around and subscribing because the girls are able to teach you a ton in a fun way. I hope you keep at it and would love to hear more episodes more about reptiles and amphibians. That's the guy that I did the Gario for, even. Wow, Justin. This is like a twofer for this episode. This episode is dedicated to Justin. <laughs> yeah, G for gave it to you. <laughs> G for Justin. <laughs> Here you go, Gustin. Enjoy. <laughs> Just for you, Gustin. Gust for you, Gustin. <laughs> I don't know. Should I do like a third one? I mean, uh, why not? Let's do it. I'm just going to do one more. I don't care. We love you guys. We're just, we said we would do one. Guess what? We're doing three. Guess what? Glad your face. Um, this is number, <laughs> I guess it wasn't really your face. Um, this is number four. 
Okay. Which is just above that one. Okay, this is Kayla. All right. What did Kayla have to say? Kayla says, I'm learning so much in all caps. I'm also a zookeeper. Best job ever. I have fallen oh. in love with your podcast. It's given me a chance to learn about animals that my facility doesn't have, but I've also learned so much more about the ones that we do have. Thank you for starting this. I can't wait to listen to more. You guys are great. Thanks, Kayla. Everyone's so nice. They are really nice. Thank you, everyone, so much for participating in our little giveaway. Yeah, Congrats I'm like, to Mike, Justin, and Kayla. Wow, I'm surprised you remember their names. It's my job to remember Or is things. it <laughs> Gustin, Gayla, and, oh my god, Geik. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it is that. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're right. I don't know. Maybe you guys can correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> Did we mispronounce your names this whole time? I'm so sorry we watched them. Oh, what a nightmare. Okay. Well, thank you everybody else for sending in your reviews. We super appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't win, I would stick around one because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to like subscribe and listen to like a podcast all the time. But um, also because we probably will just do more. So absolutely no we totally will thank you everyone so much for listening and even if you didn't comment thank you for listening and sticking around we appreciate it and if you're mad at anyone be mad at the google.com random number generator because that's what i used (sighs) that thing's biased we all know it everybody knows words (laughs) out (laughs) wikipedia says it's biased oh don't spoil our uh, next q and sponsored by the google random number generator now so oh yeah google sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) this is all just one ad okay well we'll talk to you guys later bye bye